speak into the life of the new creation. Because the new creation, most times don't even realize that the best thing God has ever made is a new creation. If you are born again here, you are the best thing God has made. If he goes back in time and fast forward in time to do something better, he can't improve on the new creation. The Bible refers to the new creation as a masterpiece of God. God's handiwork. Are you following? That's the nature you receive when you got born again. You're the best God has made. Angels, angels look forward. They long to see this species of being come to pass. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. E.W. Kenyon says, he's a new species of being. A type that has never been and will never be. So, to be called by God to speak into the life of the new creation is a great honor. Amen. Amen. So, I want to thank God for that honor. But I, I, I'm trusting God that God will do something in our hearts today. In some, for some days now, some things have been really burning in my heart. And it's very simple. I'll break it down to us. God has been dealing with me to stay the heart of believers, to rise to place of great influence and grant good leadership to our world is that you jump out of average, you jump out of ordinary living to a place where you stand out significantly well and give the right influence to society and your generation. That's the way evangelism will be simplified. Is that you move from where you're just the average in society, you're just the normal people in society to, people, to places where they look to you and people want to be like you. My prayer is that as you're under the sound of my voice, the power of accomplishment is coming upon you. Amen. A seed will be planted in your heart Amen. that you become that man, that woman that everybody wants to be like. Amen. Are you following? Life is all about the supernatural influence. Whether you like it or not, there's still peer pressure everywhere. You, you understand? He just graduates. But the reason I met a young man who's been, you know, he's been, you know, I've been, he's not even the first person whom I've seen with that kind of situation. He's a lawyer. He told me how long he's been practicing as a, law, as a lawyer. He has a, a senior advocate of Nigeria who been extremely well. In quotes. Amen? With his election, election petition, one of the cases that he's doing, they mobilized him 350 million naira to start. Another case, they sent him about 170 something million. That's how the senior advocate. So that's the kind of money that comes to this guy's coffers. So he approaches the guy to because he wants to get married, he can't even break even with 100,000 every month. So he goes to this senior advocate and tells the senior advocate to help him, show him the way to these things. How, how these things happen that you can, you know, break out like this. You know what the lawyer told him? The senior advocate told him, if you join us, it will solve everything. If you join us in what? If you join us in the occult, we belong. And then he quickly pointed out to him and said, look around. You can't really go far in this profession except you're part of us. I mean, he, overnight, he said he taught and taught. The first time this offer was made was about two years ago. But recently, he's under a lot of pressure that he began to consider the thought. And the man has made the offer. He told him, if you join us, it will solve this problem. Oh, tears filled my eyes when he was talking to me. Because he 
looked around to find a believer who stands out like that, there are very few. In fact, there are two, and it's not very sure they are clear Christians. Listen, God will want to make you like that kind of person that people will look up to and want to keep following Christ. And it's because you rise from the average, from the low part of whatever place God has placed you to stand out significantly. To stand out significantly. I met a young man long ago where we, where we, where we, we have our meetings. You know, I come there, we come to pray. He will sit by the, by the pool. Just stay for some time and leave. In fact, the first time they invited him to come and pray, he said he's not praying, that he's Catholic. That Catholics don't pray the kind of prayers we pray. He was just lying. He didn't want to just be disturbed. But one day he came. So we finished praying. So he sought to see me. So when I saw him, he was telling me exactly the same picture. This is a senator, a very popular senator. If I call his name, most of us here will know him. He's been, he's been into real estate. This guy's into real estate. And a lot of issues, a lot of issues. He's into debt. Then when I met him of over... 350 million now. He's just trying to lift, I mean, pressures from everywhere. He goes to me, this senator, this senator says, you see this, your debt, and all this is your problem. One night, he can finish. If you come. One night, it will finish. My, my point is, this story I'm telling you, cuts across everywhere. Follow me. I like the theme of this meeting. Manifesting the supernatural. A young man I met in Lagos, you know, I was with Naughty Josh um, 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 praying, uh, praying out. Um, what was that the meeting? Proud, yes. You know, I saw the, the rooftop MC, all of them, they were in that, all those artists, they were all there. After the meeting, I met some of them who have been in the ministry and in the music industry for some time. Guess what they were telling me? There's a lot of pressure on them to cross over and touch some things you will find some expression in this nation it's the same thing in politics, it's the same thing even in ministry, I'm telling the truth pastors who don't understand this, over time are pressured you know, I was teaching on blood covenant over the week and one of the, one of the pastors pastor who came to pray, pastor who came to pray sought audience also with me and told me that Pastor, the first time I understood this blood clearly is the way you explained it. You made it practical. I have books on blood, but I've never seen it the way you, you are describing blood sacrifice. He said, I now realize what a native doctor told me. He said, I was under pressure. He was confessing. I went to see a native doctor. You know what the native doctor told him? You Christians don't know what you have. That's why you come here. If you know what you have, you will not come here. <laughs> So listen to me over the week. Made him realize that there's really something we have that we don't know about. Listen to me. My desire and my prayer before this meeting is that the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Something will grab your soul and your heart. You will move and be dissatisfied with your ordinary life and move to that place where you give effective leadership to your generation.
And if, if anybody is telling you that you're too young to begin to exercise yourself, to settle yourself in the things I'm explaining, that person have lied to you. Life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. Everybody in this house who has been doing business will tell you that. Most believers don't understand you get frustrated. Even to make wealth or to make money, if you touch a few thousand here and there, you just, you, you, it, it'll be fair. But try touching serious money. You realize you come in contact with spirits. 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 I get to counsel people who are in business who are Christians over and over again. The problem always comes when they are now face to face with those contracts, those business that are in the billion flow. All of hell rises up against them. Most of them who double into it don't have the inner strength to keep it consistently. Because they don't know that life is spirit and even the money you talk about is spirit. Money is called mammon. It has a God called the God of mammon. In fact, on earth, the only thing that competes side by side with God is mammon. It's money. It's not even Satan. The Bible declares clearly, you either choose one. You serve God or you serve now you serve God or serve Satan. Satan is, God knows that leave, leave Satan alone without trend of man or mammon upon the earth. The spirit of mammon. He will lose his hold over mankind. And to be able to lay hold of it and have firm grasp of it, you must learn how to control spiritual forces. Spiritual forces. Even for money to come to you. I was teaching about making tremendous power available to make people in, to, be, to be able to influence people to respond to you. For instance, you know if you are looking for money, if you are believing God for money, it has to take a third party influence to get it. You understand? Even if it's a job or business, it has to be a third party. You realize that when you begin to really talk about serious money, if you don't generate sufficient energy to be able to influence people, to let it out of their hands into your hands, it may never come to you. I'll listen to Southwest Believers Convention, Keneko Plans, you know, um, convention they just finished. And Jesse Duplantis was teaching and said he was in his church. They were singing, they just finished singing the blood, a song on the blood. And then, you know, a, a woman just spoke about some financial issue that she had to, a total of $75 million, $75,000. And the moment she spoke that up, God spoke to Jesus Duplantis to pay off that debt. So he turned to the woman and told her, God just spoke to me to pay off the $75,000 debt. When he did that, the woman was crying. Jesse said when he went back home, he heard God tell him, thank you, Jesse. You know what he said? You know, I first thought in the morning that it was, I went to look at it again this afternoon. God told Jesse, you're the 70th person I've been trying to talk to to get $70,000 to this woman. 70000 That means God jumped 70 people, kept talking to them. Most of them were not moving. God has to find both a willing and able hand. That has happened to me. I sent a car to a pastor in Makodisa, to a pastor in Makodi. The guy began to cry. He even put it on Facebook for some of the people who are his friends. He began to say how for over two years he sold his car, been believing God for a car. 
Even his son had begun to ask questions because he sold the car. They used it to organize a program. They bought Umar by. And his son asked him, little boy, asked him, what happened to our car? He said, I gave it to Jesus. He said, ah, why? Does Jesus need our car? He said, yes. Why would Jesus collect our car? He would give us another. Okay, okay, that's good. After six months, the boy asked the father, hasn't Jesus given us this car? He tried to explain faith to this boy. After one year, the unfortunate thing happened. They were going to drop this boy in school on Okada and they fell. So when they got back home, he now asked a very honest question and asked the father, is Jesus trying to punish us? Are you feeling? Is Jesus trying to punish us? Amen. And that kept on for a long time. One year passed. One and a half year passed. Two years passed. He said, at this point in his life, even the wife asked him one day, are you sure you heard God? <laughs> uh, my wife had a meeting there, so she went to the car, dropped with the guy. My wife said, he saw an adult crying. When he cleans eyes, he says, this tears is not just a car. It's what this car means to this boy and this woman. It's that God can come true for us. When I, was, when, I was, when I saw his post and I was thanking God for the privilege, you know what God told me? You are the 62nd person. So when I heard this, I talked to my wife and said, I thought I was the first person who have heard this before. Meaning, he converse through that city, Makodi. Couldn't find anybody to give it. Moved through. And I'm sure most persons here, I didn't spoke to, didn't be here. You know this kind, you just pass, you just feel like giving a car, you just get behind me, sit. You, you, know, you, 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 it couldn't have been God talking to you. <laughs> it couldn't have been God talking to you. But the point is this story is that since it has to do with a third party influence, if you don't know how to control that third party influence, you'll be of all men most miserable. <laughs> you'll be of all men most miserable. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Can we just, if you're filled with the Holy Ghost, can we just pray in the Holy Ghost for the next one minute? Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray earnestly for the next one minute. Hallelujah. 
So let me just set some things in your heart. Most of us here are very young. Don't make mistakes your father's made about spiritual stuff. Because if you play with it and don't establish it on time, you follow the path of religion and end up with ordinary life average at most. Life that significantly breaks out is a life that you begin to cultivate early enough. No success is by happen chance. If you mistakenly win the lottery of a billionaire, I assure you, if there are no inner capacity, you reduce back to your initial status over time. Are you following? It is something you intentionally and deliberately plan and cultivate and see mature. If you don't understand it early enough, your life will end up in the places that most persons are. I meet a lot of persons who have been Christians since 2000. Amen? And when you hear them, you know that these people stop somewhere. They packed their bus severally. They gave up this journey a long time ago. They stopped running a long time ago. What they've been going through is the notion and motions of Christianity. What you call Christianism, Christian religion. That in itself has no vitality and excitement. Life for them is boring and unexciting. But this life is adventure if you understand the thing of the spirit. You will realize that life is all about moving from one problem to another and shouting the shout of victory. <laughs> Are you following? But it's something you consciously begin to cultivate. And this thing, I realize, like exercise, whatever you live, leaves you. I met someone who met me praying one time and said, Kai, I used to do this. We used to be fellowship president. I just saw somebody who passed late long ago. But if from early age, he began to receive early mercy and begin to make results available in little measure and consolations, life for you will be fruitful. Satan will send everything to distract you. He's our sworn enemy. But the good news is that he's a defeated foe. He's a defeated foe. Let me see where I will start my message today, man. <laughs> no, I've been introducing my message. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Don't worry, I'm so round. Amen. What's in the Bible to Job? Job, Job 33. No, Job 38 and verse 33. Aka, Akaya. Aka, Jehovah, Nemema. Alleluia. Kenerua, Rinebemno. Oh, 
in the earth. Do you have the New Living Translation by chance? Do we? Do we? Okay, let me have the New Living Translation. No, no, no. Okay, it can't be projected. Can it be projected? No, no. New Living Translation. This is good also, but do you have New Living Translation? Let me know quickly so I can do what I go. Who is where? NLT, thank you. No, this is TLV. NLT, thank you, Lord Jesus. We don't have it? We don't. Okay, go back to the. Do we? No, I want us to make I. I can read it, but I just want to. Okay, go back to the translation immediately after this that you brought up. That's Bible in basic English. Is that not? Was that? Have you knowledge of the laws of heavens? Did you give them rule over the earth? I like the way the New Living Translation structures it. He said, do you understand the laws of the universe? Can you use it to regulate the earth? Regulate the earth. You know, the ordeal of Job is interesting. The study about this book is, is beautiful. You know, when God showed up on Job and began to talk to Job, you know, if you don't understand what God was speaking, you think that God was telling Job something that he cannot do because he's God. But God was speaking to Job and telling Job that an understanding of the laws of the universe will help you regulate this earth that you live in. If you understand the laws, you can use it to manipulate the system. Aye. <laughs> there are laws of this universe. If you put them together, you regulate the system. You regulate the system. Let's start with the fundamental law of righteousness. One day I was going to be expelled in school. 50 of us, our names were on notice board, pasted everywhere on campus, and they were ready to expel us. When that was going to happen, a friend of mine called me and told me, let's go somewhere. We went somewhere and saw a native doctor, and they told us to bring a goat each. I brought a goat, he brought a goat. They sacrificed that goat and gave us calabash each to come back to school and told us to put blood upon this calabash every morning until we see the, 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 what do you call it, the panel that was set. That panel was just due process. Everybody that goes to that panel is supposed to be expelled. But guess what? When I appeared before the panel, the chairman of the panel they looked at me and told me, get out of this place, you're innocent. Struck my name out. When my friend came, he said, get out of this place, you're innocent. They struck his name out. They expelled 48 and left two. What we just did is manipulate the system. By the innocence of a goat, innocence was put upon us, and our crime was put upon that goat. It means if you understand the laws of this system, you can use it to regulate the earth. The universe has laws. You can use it to regulate the system. I know I'll get your attention when I use negative illustration for it, but I'm going to get to scriptures and show you that we have this law abounding that you can use to regulate the law. Maybe that matter was very serious, so we used the goat. When I was in Remedias, yeah, I did Remedias, you just, then I did um, 100 level. You know, when I was in Remedias, 
You know, there was a girl in my class. This girl's parents, this girl's father was a colonel in the army. And I was in school when the army, when the military were in power. A colonel is like um, the governor of, 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 of states then. You know, the armies were in power. So going out with that girl was a very strategic, even, was a very strategic advantage. So I cast my eyes on this girl with her. I came, I spoke to this girl. The girl neither said ye nor nay. You know what I'm saying? The answer was not ye, it was not nay. It just kept me hanging. Are you following? And eating all my resources. I was doing everything and I was still present my manifesto. The answer would be neither ye nor nay. I was there. You know, and you know, you know that kind of thing that happened. I try happens to you. You come to a place where you feel maybe I've not done enough. Maybe I need to do more. I came to that point. I felt maybe, maybe this girl need to see more actions. So that long vacation from I think 211 to okay, 111 to 211. I traveled around my uncles. I don't normally even go to them. After this, I've never even been to them. I go. I went to them one after the other. The intention for all this visit for this long vac was to raise enough money to make the final showdown. So you organize all kinds of lies. You know those kind of lies? Somewhere, some textbook I told them were buying. Some serious engineering textbook. You know, some of those, my uncles in Onicha, I know that, that those guys, their head can think. So when I went to them and told them how much each textbook is costing, ah, say what kind of textbook is like that? That should give him the notes. Let him go and look for the textbook himself. I said, no problem. So I gave him botanical names as textbook. I said, the first one is Mastigopractus Gingantus. <laughs> My uncle went around looking for this book, looking for this book. He said, no, nobody could find it. But they know the author. Because I put a known author for a very complex name. So he came and told me that they couldn't find it. I said, that's why it's expensive. It's only one bookshop. I'm the one who knows the place. <laughs> I know where the bookshop is. So that's how I gathered money everywhere. Gathered money, gathered money. Then came to campus. As we resume, it coincided not too long from when we resumed, we resumed to her birthday. I had, I had a school closing picnic, beach party. So we rented cars. We, you know those kind of, you want to make the final statement. The money I spent for this picnic exactly is more than the money you used to buy a car. Then. Because apart from gathering this one, plus the money we stole, everything we brought it together to make the final statement. Big party. Most people who went to my school at that time still know the party today. Somebody saw me and told me, ah, pastor, pastor, I remember your party. <laughs> Guess what? After I finished doing this, I still turned out my manifesto that night. I thought I had hung the moon. And guess what? Finally spoke to this girl. She neither said yea or nay. <sighs> you know, sweat began to come out of my face. In the night, sweat. It was cold, but sweat, beats, beats of perspiration began to come out of my face. What else? I came home depressed. I came to my room depressed. Depressed, looking downcast. My roommate have never seen me like that. Because for me, 
with a roommate. He knows me as action. He has never seen me downcast. This is my roommate from Ogogo in Kogi State. He said, what is the problem? I said, don't disturb me. Because the guy is not the people who consider as a guy. You know those guys who don't consider as a guy. Do you understand? He said, what's the problem? I said, just don't worry. He said, what is the problem? Your face is. So after a long position, I told him the story. I said, see what this guy has done for me. I began to recount how much I've spent in trying to make an impression on this guy. You know what this guy told me? Amadi, how can you have me in this room and be suffering? <sighs> you know, you know, I looked at the guy again. Like, what, what, what would this guy do? He touched me and said, you have me in this room and you're suffering. I said, what do you mean? He now said, follow me somewhere. <laughs> we traveled to Ogugu in Kogi State. And then they said we should bring white chicken. White chicken. Pure white. It took us time, but we got it. Then they finished what they did. And said, so I should just shake the girl and tell her the same thing I've been saying. Sama, when I said it, she said, you're my love. <laughs> and guess what? There was recoveries and restoration. Maybe you don't understand. <laughs> send an order rank to drive to school with her money. As a giver, she will give it to me. She don't hold it for us. I say yes. That's how it's supposed to be. The people in that place, they understand these laws. They use it to regulate the system. But Job is asked by God. There are laws of the universe. You must learn to use it to your advantage. Use it to regulate the system. My wife swore before me that she would never marry a pastor. Why? Because the pastor, their pastor, they used to pay their pastor three thousand a month. So when she saw me, she saw three thousand a month. I just I wanted to just let you go, but the Holy Ghost will not let me. You know, something shot into my heart. I knew this is my wife. Sir, I sat down in one place with her name in my mouth for three days, morning to evening. By the third day, it settled. Just as it settled, her and her friend came to visit. I said, Can I talk to you? She said, Yes. I said, Let's talk. When I began to talk, I became poetic in my rendition. When I asked, <laughs> when I told my wife, will you marry me? She said, yes, yes, yes. I've been married for 14 years. Sama, you will use this loss. You will use it to 
to regulate. I came with Justin here, my dear brother here. Justin was the student union president of Federal University of Technology Owerri at the point where cult people were the one running were the ones running things. Guess what he did? When he came into school that semester, he realized that he wanted to run for that election. He fasted for an entire semester. Coming every day to one place to pray from morning to evening. One whole semester. The day of the manifesto, incidentally, the podium he was leaning and praying was the podium he used for the manifesto. Guess what happened? As they brought the podium there, anybody who came for manifesto, they booed him. When he came to talk, everywhere was quiet. When he finished talking, they began to clap. They voted him. I asked him, how did you deal with the court of I don't know. I just knew I was voted. You know, there are laws of the universe. You use it to regulate. To regulate the system. You can manipulate the system using these laws. I don't have one more session, so I'm going to be able to break down this loss. But God has brought you to this earth, not to be a victim of circumstance, but to be able to understand laws and use it to regulate. I told you guys my story about going to, I was in basketball court one time, playing. we finished playing basketball, and I came out of basketball court, myself, Rev, and um, one other pastor, let me not call his name. That season, Arsenal was number one on the table. They've been number one for weeks. So this guy came, comes and says, you see, we're carrying the club, you see. So I don't, you know, I'm, I, don't, I'm not, I don't even have a club. You know, I if I have a club I support. But out of just, he was, I was being irritated by the noise of the Arsenal fan in basketball courts. So I said, you guys will not win the league. They say we win it. I said, you will not win it. Then as I was going, they say, we'll win it. I said, if you make me vex again, you will not come first four. By this time, Arsenal for close to 20 years, I've never come anything less than first four. So even naturally speaking, it was, what I was saying looked impossible. He used his hand and slapped the ground. He says, Pastor, you cannot do it. I said, okay. I went to back home. I finished showering, sat down on a chair, bought a bottle of Coke and sat beside me. And put asthma in my mouth, praying the Holy Ghost. Sir, by the sixth hour, I held it as it is done. That year, for the first time, there will almost be for almost, almost, almost. You know, when the guy left me, he didn't know he started a fight. God asks Job, do you know the laws of the universe? Can you use it to regulate the earth? I was telling them a story today. And just by the way, let me just say that by the way. You know, there is what we call impartation. There's the transference of spirits. There is the anointing of God's spirit upon your life. But there are what we call the individual anointing. Time is not permitted to break that out. But I will just say something about individual anointing that comes from transference of spirit. You know, if you see most ministers in the, in the world, you'll be able to trace a family line that they come from spiritually. Let me give you a very simple tree. There's a tree that I can trace. I know it is further backward, but I can start from a man called John Alexander Dowie. John Alexander Dowie 
you know, passed it down to John Gillick. John Gillick to um, what about this man with all nations where Archbishop schooled? No, no, no. No, no. Oh, why? I call it this afternoon. I just <laughs> no. I need to remember that name. Archbishop Benson also went. God on Lindsay, thank you. God on Lindsay, thank you. So it's um, John Alexandrovi, John Gillick, God on Lindsay. Archbishop Bessie Dausa, Bishop Oedipo. If you follow that tree, everybody there did not live beyond their 60s. Everybody, from Alexandrovi, John Gillick, to Godolise, to Archbishop. When Bishop saw what has happened, he began to use the laws to manipulate. Guess what he did? The first thing he did, it was a very public thing, is that he went to look for the oldest man in Nigeria and began to pour his seed on that man's life. Brought him to water. The man laid hands on him. He's trying to restructure his DNA. Kai, he's using the laws of the universe to regulate the system. Then he brings Kenekoplan, who is 81 this year. 82, sorry. 82 this year. Who has lived beyond his father's. First, built him a house in Otter, very big house. He gave um, um, Kenneth Copeland a seed that Copeland said no man on earth ministry has given that kind of money. He put, what did he say? Over. He gave you 1.5 billion naira. Yes. If you know how that affected Copeland, Copeland had Bishop Edipo's picture on Believer's Voice of Victory for one week. On the broadcast, you see. Are you following? Let me tell you what he's doing. He's using the laws of the universe to regulate the system. Are you following? So you find out that what affected his fathers, he has restructured it. Still following about using the laws of the universe to regulate. People of this world go to satanic manipulation and use the same laws to work against you. But you have a better covenant established upon better promise. The problem is that we don't use it. We don't apply it to regulate. out there, they go through a lot of stuff to find I met a sister you know, who was talking to me, you know, you get to cancel a lot of things sometimes when you hear some things, you wonder, does these things exist? This lady came into Abuja to sell found one of these, if I call the name of the organization, most of you here will know it they seem to be doing well in this town the MD of the place had to go out with her First, she was resisting, struggling. But the guy was sending money to her like two, three times every week. You know that kind of thing. You get 
into the 100,000 a lot of money. Amen. By Wednesday, you get another 300,000 a lot. And you know the gift of a man makes room. <laughs> I mean, God had her apartment. She was living. I'm promised to get a gaffer. She told me a story that guy. So I said one day, the guy finally slept with her. The day the guy slept with her, in a flash, she saw a reptile enter her. It is that exchange the man uses to be strong in this city. She was sick for months. They couldn't tell what was wrong. Fortunately for her, she has a praying mother in Benin. She found her way back home to meet the mom. The mom took her to the apostle. They declared it 21 days. So as they were praying one day, she threw up the, 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 the lizard. <laughs> and the moment that happened, she called the man. The man refused to pick her up. They use those laws to regulate the system. My assignment in, in this meeting is to be able to wake your consciousness, show you some of these laws, and trust God to help you apply them to regulate the systems of your life. You can begin to dictate where your future is going to be from today. Essentially, we have a better covenant established upon better promises. But what we have done a lot of time is play church. Play church. <laughs> you will use this law. You will regulate it. You will, you will change structures. A girl met me. She's in Canada right now, but she's graduated. I was pastoring her when she was graduating from school. She came crying, told me that she's the last of five girls. And all the five girls, none of them are married. And her elder sister are in their 40s. And right now she has left school. She doesn't have a boyfriend. So it looks like what followed her older sisters are following her. So I began to talk to her along the lines of what I'm telling you. But I told her, from today, you're going to pray four hours in the Holy Ghost every day. First few months under my close watch. So she will come. I will stay with her. We will pray four hours in the Holy Ghost. The first few weeks, it was a struggle for her to continue. Finish school. NYS didn't call on time. So she had one year to pray. Some things you think is disappointment is God's appointment to enhance something ahead of you. So for one year, she spent four hours in the Holy Ghost. Every day, sir. Guess what? She came to serve in Abuja. When she finished having sat, the day she finished having the very few months after she got married, the moment she got married, every one of her siblings, one after the other, got married. All of them got married in the space of two years. Hallelujah. Meaning, it was this little girl in the house that has actually taken a hold of this system and used it to regulate. I didn't see her for a lot, for some years, she got married. I mean, we didn't see her. And then she even came into Abuja. We didn't see for years. Yes, we didn't see. So two years ago, she appeared in a prayer meeting. You know, I think that the colonel even came. When we finished prayer, she said, it looked like it's a factory reset. She had lost touch on this stuff. About the time she met me, she had just lost her job. She lost her job. First, of course, she wasn't even happy where she was working. Then she came to meet me. As before I talked, she said, I know, Pastor, what you want to tell me. But before you say it, I am going to do it. I said, I, have not, he said, I know what you want to tell me. You know what she began to do? She, will, she had a son, so she will get a son ready for school, send her to the bus, the bus will take her to school. She will sit down at home, the husband is gone to work. She will pray till the boy comes back from school, feed the boy, put her before television to watch, and pray till evening. She started from September every day 
every day that was supposed to be. So by December, one of these establishments, and let me not call their name, gave her a, 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 um, an order to provide a thousand um, plates of food for a thousand five hundred naira per plate. So they gave her for five days. After the first five days, they said that this is the best vendor they've had since this establishment and extended the month. So imagine 1,500 times 1,000 times five days times several days. And according to her, she told me that it doesn't cost her on a unit more than 300 naira to prepare one plate. Are you following? So, but you see, how, let me see, how, they tell you how they have orchestration. So, by the end of December, they applied for Canada and this Visa Canada and the Yes. End of December. She kept doing this. By March, they got their visa. See, it's not possible in the book. Minimum, it takes about six months. They applied in by end of December. They got it in March. Are you following? Then they moved to Canada. But she called me and said, I've learned something for life. As they went to Canada, they were squatting with their friend in the basement. So by this time, the husband has begun to believe this prayer. So the husband joined her from morning to evening in Canada. So as they were praying, this young man without Canadian certification got a job as a head IT in a multinational company in Canada. You know that's not done. She got a job at Samsung International. Guess what? He came with a house on the seventh floor, three bedroom flat. You use this loss, you regulate the system. You know, let me tell you why most of you do not take at, I mean, do not see the full result. Is that you don't stay long enough? I'm sure if you are the one I talk to pray for four hours every day. After six months, you tell me, so, Pastor, nothing is working. God has not left you defenseless. You know what he was telling Job? He was telling Job, Job, can we look at that scripture again? Job, Job, Job 38. He was telling Job, you can use the laws of the universe to regulate the earth. Job, Job 38, 33. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Have you knowledge of the laws of the heavens? Did you give them rule over the earth? Verse 34. Verse 34. Is your voice sent up to the cloud so that they may, cover, so they may be covered by the weight of waters? Let me see every translation you have here. Every translation you have here. Every translation you have here. Can you lift up thy voice to the cloud that abundance of water may cover you? What he says is that, do you know how to lift your voice to the cloud and cause it to rain upon you? Meaning, there's a way to make rainfall. There's a way to lift your voice to the cloud and make rainfall. You can regulate the weather. <laughs> this, I think I've told you guys this story before. When we started Choisa, we now, in our great zeal, very great zeal, plan an open air crusade in rainy season. Are you following? And then came to church, pastor told us, let's just agree there'll be no rain from 18 to 24th of this month. We said, amen, amen. We're preparing everything, you know, guarding ourselves. The day came. Living Faith Church was close to us. They were very generous to us. They gave us their benches. We went back benches. See the zeal of the brethren. Filled everywhere. Then the choir stood up to sing. I'll never forget the song they were singing. Shine, Jesus, shine. 
Shine, Jesus, shine. Fill this nation with something, you know. Jesus, light of the world, shine upon us in the midst of the darkness, shine. Set us free by the truth, you know, bring us, shine on me. That's the song they were singing. That's the song the choir was singing. As the choir was singing, the cloud was gathering. The cloud became thick. In fact, the thickness of the cloud, my faith left. I had no faith in my own. I was just saying, this rain respect pastor's faith. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because it is my own faith. The way that cloud was dark, no, I had no faith. And as if this rain was angry that we even attempted to pray. The moment pastor took the microphone and said, praise the Lord. My God. See rain. So the rain did not just the rain beat us to our underwear. You know that kind of rain? You are so soaked. And those of us faithful prayer could not run from the rain. Everybody invited, of course, scattered. Everybody left. Left to proceed. There was no crusade. It was just us where. Then the rain finished. When the rain finished, we were carrying the bench. Myself and my friends. He's a lecturer in the UK now. We were carrying the bench back to living faith. Both of us knew we had a question. But you cannot ask. You know that kind of question, you know. You 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 don't ask this question. <laughs> the question was obvious. We prayed. What happened? We prayed. So the silence was almost going to deal with me. So I started a song to just do have this the, the silence as we're carrying the bench. Jesus, you're my firm foundation. I know I can stand secure. <laughs> I put my hope in your holy word. That's the song I was singing. Just to quiet. But the more I tried to sing, the more the questions rose. What happened? Hey, but one day I found it. I found that there's a way to pray for it not to rain. I saw it in James chapter 5. Elijah, a man of like passion as we are, as human as we are, he prayed earnestly and there was no rain upon it for three and a half years. Then he came and prayed again and it rained. Ah, I saw it. And I did the most unthinkable thing. I put my own wedding in an open square on the rainy season. The Bible says, promoting hold fast that which is good. And as if Satan was trying to see how far he can take it, I was in my father-in-law's house the eve of my wedding, sir. My father-in-law likes listening to the news, so I just sat beside him. And then they came to the weather forecast. They said that the next day it's going to, it's going to rain heavily. <laughs> Not light shower, you understand? Heavy downpour. My father-in-law talked to me and said, are you sure no, there's a hall? One hall there. But I can quickly go and see how that he knows the man who knows somebody about the place. I said, Daddy, don't worry. He said, oh, young man. <laughs> I said, Daddy, it will not rain. Daddy told me that this thing has never failed. I said, Daddy, it's about to fail. It will fail. I quickly left him and went to the hotel where I was staying. I sat up in my bed. Sir. By 1 a.m., I held the rain. I held it. I will never forget. Sir, like the same way it worked the first time. 
Conor Moyo was my best man. As we were marching, the cloud gathered. Conor turned to me and said, Pussy, Mary, who beat me up? I said, I said, I don't hold him. I don't hold him. Everywhere, apart from everywhere, it didn't rain. You can regulate the system. You can regulate the system. <laughs> you can regulate the system. You say, please leave it at that verse of scripture. My face, I know I'm handsome, but leave it. Amen. Remove the face. Let's be looking at. Amen. <laughs> you know, I, when I said this, I remember when some cult boys used to come to my church. They would sit down behind. They were not born again, but they, they said, just like my face. So when they looked at the new, this face, I knew it was the Holy, the Holy Spirit that was bringing them. Thank you. Do you know the ordinance of the heavens? Can you set up dominion over the earth? Verse 34. Can you raise your voice to the clouds and cover yourself with abundance of waters? Can you raise your voice to the clouds? You can. You can't cause the rain to fall. Even unbelievers, they make rain to fall. You have something better. And I'm going to teach you a bend. Look at verse 35. Can you send out lightning and bolts so that they go? Will they say to you, here we are? Yes. You can send thunder. And I mean it. Even the unbelievers know how to send thunder. Before I got born again, I knew how they even send thunder. You get chameleon and get... You know, but you see, <laughs> you can send thunder. Don't be at disadvantage in this life. No, don't. Be. Sometimes you know that even here, God was pointing to Job that Job himself has even manipulated the laws. If you look at look, look at verse one, as, let me just close it. Verse one, look at verse one of this verse of scripture. Maybe the King James might do. Verse one quickly. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> no, I say King James. This Adonai, Amen. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, verse two. Who is this that darkness counsel by words without knowledge? What did he say? That Job is speaking like a person who has what? No knowledge. Let me have another translation here also. Let's see again. TLV. That your TLV. It sounds like TV. You know who is this who darkens counsel with words without knowledge? Bible basic English. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Who is this? Who makes the purpose of God dark by words without knowledge? In various ways, it was trying to say that Job was not answering correctly. Are you following? Well, go to chapter 42 now. Let me show you something. <laughs> chapter 42 and verse 7. Now the KJV. Chapter 42 and verse 7. Now, and it came to pass, after he had said these words to Job, what, that he said these words unto Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz the Tabernite, my wrath, my anger is kindled against you and against your two friends, for you have not spoken of me 
the things that is right as my servant Job. I thought he just said that Job did not speak correctly. But here he's saying that Job spoke accurately. If you had had the New Living Translation, that's what they would do. Who has New Living Translation here? Just read from the crowd for me. New Living Translation. Yes. I'm angry with you and your two friends. You have not been right in what you said about me. As my servant Job. That means Job was right. You were not right. And I thought earlier I said that Job spoke like somebody who has no knowledge. You know, people who don't understand scripture will think the Bible is contradicting itself. No, you don't understand. These words are spirits. But continue, sir. Look at the next verse. Eh? So, take seven young bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job. Let, offer the bottle for yourself. Let him continue. He will pray for you. I will accept his prayer on your behalf. Because of that, I will not treat you as you deserve. Those seven bullocks will manipulate the system. Hey. So you know that that's what Job did earlier. Job spoke foolishly, but he was a man of sacrifice. When God judged him, he spoke right. Are you following? These guys were supposed to be punished like they deserve. But he says, bring seven bullocks, seven rams, and offer a bunch of it, and let Job pray for you. And when he does that, I will not treat you as you deserve. Even though the God I is speaking is the God of justice. God is just. Every crime must be punished. Must. So if you say it's not treating you as you deserve, you mean something has something has been altered. By that exchange, something has happened. When that council, I mean the chairman of that panel, saw me and said, you are innocent, get out of this place. It was an alteration. He said, my punishment came upon that goat. The goat died. And the innocency of the goat was created to me. And I was stand, and I was going to stand innocent. It's system manipulation. Are we getting what I'm trying to do here? There are laws of the universe. You can use it to regulate the laws of the, 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 the universe. One of them is a spoken word. It's a spoken word. Tell me what you keep saying today. I'll tell you where you're going to be. Most people don't know that the reason why they've short circuited their life is because of what they've been saying. But they think it's just sentence they're making. I had, I had dinner with him, um, breakfast meeting one time with somebody me long ago in um, in Enquirer um, Hotel. That morning, he said something that would never leave me. He said when he came to Lagos and it was time for them to expand, then they just, it was not long since they came into Lagos. He now set up a, a building committee to go and come up with the cost of the building that they are supposed to come up with. When they came back to him, they came back with one point something billion naira budget. He said he said he was angry. Why was he angry? All his life, he has never even done a project for 50 million. Now he sends these guys. He said, I'm going to be concentrating their thinking. They come up with one point something billion. I don't know if you understand. That figure was staggering. At this point in his life, he has never even done anything for 50 million. But he made a statement I will never forget. And he said it personally. He said, but of course now, you know the principle of it. I refuse to talk. Because I may use my mouth to spoil what God is probably planning. <laughs> so he said, I kept quiet. I kept praying. 
when I saw that I needed more time, I traveled to the UK and spent three weeks praying. Meaning, he could have said, what is wrong with you guys? Heaven will say something is wrong. Bring down these budgets. But guess what? By when they finished the building, they spent four point something billion. But he said, if I had used my mouth, I may have spoken to what God was speaking. <laughs> you will use your mouth to paint the future you want to see. I know you, my pastor, I've been saying this, that's not been happening. Don't worry. When you finish listening to me, you will say it again. You find it to flame and say it again. You will learn how to say it, staring your spirit, man. You know that time, boot camp was in um, Futachi. I, I came to pick Moyo. I was bringing him to boot camp. So I asked Moyo, I said, how? How, how far will the meeting? How are you prepared for the meeting? He said, Kosi, I don't tire now, box. When I come, I go wrap up for the hall. <laughs> you see, we have packages. It's packages. I'll open the boxes. But I knew what he was saying. They said, Kosi, you know that thing now? That before you go and preach, you will wait until your word has weight. It is, it is there now. At that point, confession is not trying to see whether I believe. He's speaking authority. <laughs> you learn to use this law and regulate the system. God bless you.